we're going to talk and share about the living God, filled with God, Jesus as the ox are left. Okay, so in the Hebrew uh, letter study, we have touched touched on Aleph, right? There's so much more. So even though we have reached the 21st letter, which is the second last letter yesterday, the letter Shin, and next week we will uh, go to the last letter Ta, but it's just like we only had an overall view. Yeah, we haven't really gone so deep inside. And most important, what is the should be the main thing that comes out from learning the Hebrew letters. What should happen <laughs> it, from learning Hebrew letters or Hebrew language? What is the main result that should come out from those many weeks that we did the <laughs> Any anyone else? <laughs> huh? God's abundant love, knowing His abundant love. Yeah, knowing God, right? Being filled more because they're all fire letters. So filled because God is a consuming fire. So learning the Hebrew alphabets fill you with God Himself more and more. God with his love, Ahavas, and with his fire. Okay, so that the more we understand who God is, the more he becomes real to us. And we saw how real he is, even in the area of tithing. In today's testimony, last week one, right? God will never go back on his word. All right, if we act upon his word, wow, he will surely do for you, especially when we act in faith. We are believing him. Right? For what he said, I said, this is my God, God, and I'm going to do what he said. Amen? And all of you are going to experience right, our wonder-working God in our lives, right, in your office. And one day, all of your, when you, your mouth will be so filled with God, with his testimonies, that the hidden, <laughs> your bosses, the people around you in the world will stop and listen because they can see god bless you the sale have to go through evelyn god's daughter <laughs> right yeah they say why not the others no all the angels will say this one this one who honor god this one who is god's child yeah everyone who dare to believe god and honor him god will repay god will surely bless so today we go into a little bit on Jesus as the ox or our left, but mainly we are filled with God. So we want to know this God who lives inside you, all right, all the aspects of God, okay? <clears throat> so it's nice to see our left again, huh? <laughs> all right. The Lord Jesus Christ is represented in the four faces of the four living creatures. This is the vision of Ezekiel, of, the, of, of our Lord, as well as in Revelations, okay, at the throne room. So, in Revelation 4, before the throne 
there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and the, around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. So what is in heaven is very different from what we think on this earth. Yeah. So they have four living creatures. Okay, there are some artists who drew it. I didn't want to put it because it may not be exactly, but roughly. So there is a sea of crystal, but most important today, we are going to look at these four living creatures. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature like a calf. The third living creature had the face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. So you have four creatures in the throne room of God. A lion looked like a... Okay, so it's not exactly the lion in the zoo. Eh? <laughs> right? It's like because everything in heaven, those people who have the visions, John was taken up there. That's why he can write, right? What he saw. So it all they can say is it's like something on this earth. Okay, so but it's not exactly a look like a lion, look like a calf, like a face of a man and a flying eagle, and each has six wings, and saying, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is to come." So this worship is ongoing, twenty-four-seven in heaven. Okay, so <clears throat> we see also in the Gospels, all right? You all know the Gospel eh? now, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So remember yesterday, again, emphasize, go read your Bible, eh? <laughs> okay, because that's where you're going to see Jesus. So don't read Matthew and see Jesus born in a baby Christmas, got the star, and then after that, <laughs> got the, uh, uh, what? The, the wise man. And so all you see after that, oh, finish already, he, he's uh, raised from the dead. What are you going to see, all right? In the Gospel of Matthew, all right, God allowed, the Holy Spirit allowed uh, Matthew, one of the apostles, disciples, apostles, to write what he saw in the life of Jesus and bringing out the message of Jesus as lion, okay? Or king so how many read matthew before <laughs> have you seen jesus as king <laughs> no okay so go back and read again okay yeah so that's where right when you go read the bible right with the holy spirit okay and really wanting to know him the holy spirit will lead you to help you see the different aspects why are there four Gospels and not two Gospels and not one Gospel or three? All right? Because each person, each Gospel portrays Jesus from a different aspect. Okay? So Matthew is Jesus as the Lion King as you read through. All right? May our spiritual eyes open to see that Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is King. Okay, spiritually, not hate. Huh? <laughs> Until you recognize that you have a king in your life and what it means. And who is this king? Not only king of your life, king of the universe. Yeah, that you are worshipping. That is your God. That's why it's called him living God, right? Mm. Then, so you have the lion. And Mark, another gospel, Matthew, Mark. 
Okay, but by now, you should be able to say Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> okay, those days better, right? We were in Sunday school, we got to learn by heart, right? All the books of the Bible. Today, <laughs> just click, 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 and don't know where, which book is after which book, which book is what, all jumbled up. Okay, we cannot get, get, we cannot afford to get the Bible all jumbled up, not in the head. Otherwise, our life will be all messy and jumbled up also. Right? Because we don't know what God is speaking in what or what. All right? So, Mark, we see the suffering servant or the ox. So, where is the ox? Yeah? So, the ox is a servant. So, you will, if we read with the lens of the Holy Spirit, with our ayin open, we will, when we read through Mark, we will see Jesus as the servant, as the suffering servant. Ah, now you ask, right? Yeah, yeah. How to see, ah? <laughs> All the same one, he's talked about his miracle here. Hmm. Go back and read again. And okay, Lord, open my eyes. Help me to see. He will show you. Okay? The, in the Gospel of Luke, we see the Son of Man as the man. That is Jesus, right? And the Gospel of John, we see the Son of God as eagle. We might go through all this very briefly, right? But today we're going to go through the first one, uh, the second one, the ox. So Aleph, all right? Jesus as the ox. The ox is the oxen or the calf, and we have a letter representing the ox, which is the Aleph, the first letter, Hebrew letter of the. Uh, Hebrew alphabets. So you can see this is Aleph. It's like the head of an ox. From the word Aleph, you can see this letter, right? Aleph. Remember Hebrew letters? It can mean one letter and also can have the meaning of the whole word. Means cattle or as in oxen. And basically, oxen is very strong. They are known for their strength, symbolized by the ox head. So that's why we know that your God is strong, is powerful. Strength is equated with power. Right? When you say someone has power, he has the physical strength to match that power. So Aleph, the first representing God as strength, as the ox. So a little bit, okay, for those who haven't true before, right? Aleph made up of three different letters. The letter Yud, because it's the biggest letter? Smallest, right? Smallest letter of all the alphabets or a dot, right? The little that holds a lot. The Yud, the hand of God. A Yud or a dot. And then you have a Yud or a dot below and a diagonal valve or a line suspended in between. So this forms the Aleph. So the Yud above represents God who is above or beyond our comprehension. So you see, there are many, many aspects. Okay. So today we'll see who God is in the Aleph, in Christ, and then living inside you. So is God above and above our comprehension that means he is what's the meaning of that if you say okay god is uh, above my comprehension uh, so who is cleverer 
Okay, that means if we acknowledge or realize, so there has to be a realization, okay, where God is above our comprehension, that means He knows better. Just like in the, on this earth, if your parents will say, I know better than you, okay? <laughs> I eat more salt, salt. salt. <laughs> than you eat rice, okay? They have more experience, they have more uh, knowledge as in concerning this world, alright, if they have not received a lot. So, but they still have more knowledge. So, when you say something, they say, who knows better? <laughs> of course, mom and dad knows better, right? Same. So, when God speaks something, if we understand this, that he is above, alright, the youth that is above, the hand that is above. So what we, whatever we go through, he sees further than us. He knows further than us. He knows what is the ending. We only, at, at this point, he's already beyond. Okay, that's why we take the step of faith. That's what uh, Evelyn was sharing just now. Took the step of faith to type. Even in the natural, it was told that this was going to happen. But she believed God and she typed according to the God who knows all things and is above our comprehension okay so this that's why every knowledge that we have of god has a corresponding response if we can say oh i know god is above comprehension but we decide everything ourselves <laughs> and then god's word ah yeah that's only the written one so it doesn't mean anything to you and it will never until we realize in the spirit Okay, what this means for us so that we can act upon it and we see miracles happen according to the God who is above and beyond. In comparison, it's true as understanding. Our understanding is a mere dot. <laughs> so we try to argue with God. God, uh, you know, <laughs> I can only type. <laughs> da, 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 right? But, yeah, like Cheng Nan also shared, right? And, and some of you, all of you, in fact, have begun to experience the blessings of tithing and giving, right? And what we think before, I, I will, now I remember Madeline shared, right? Last time, uh, go to church, uh, tithing, uh, is want to take my money, uh. <laughs> right or not? Uh, I got not enough ready, someone they tell me to tithe. But today, she has a revelation already, okay? That God is bigger and he can that is a blessing in the tithe all right which also in the hebrew letters you can see uh, i checked once maybe one day it will come out again all right of the shin the letter shin inside the tithe also the letter mem is inside the tithe and the letter resh is inside the the tithe that means when we tithe we are tithing to the head the jesus right mm, the resh so what we understand is just very little. It's a mere dot. It's so good that God today, by grace, He doesn't us. If not, all of us die already because every time we will always argue with God, right? <laughs> and then it seems like we are telling God, you know, hey God, you don't know. Ah. My bank account only got 100. <laughs> As if God don't know. We are just a mere dot. But today, when we allow Him to fill us, allow His Word to fill us, wow, can you see? God is living inside you. You are thinking like Him already. You are no more thinking the world wisdom. The youth below represents Yahudim or the Jewish people who dwell here on earth. 
the only way that we can grasp God's wisdom to the extent that a person is capable is being by is by being humble. So you can see all through the letters the humility of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? Even though he is the very Son of God. And for us too on this earth, right, we are below. That's why the other youth at the bottom shows that we humble ourselves to listen to the God who is greater. When we realize that we are but a dot or a speck compared to the almighty and all-powerful God, we become a vessel to receive his divine wisdom, right? If we think we already know a lot, we're smarter than God, <laughs> then he cannot put his wisdom into us. But when we humble ourselves and say, Lord, actually, I think I know nothing, <laughs> but you begin to fill me. That's why we do meditation confession. <laughs> That's why we read the Bible, okay? Because it is God's wisdom inside, okay? Even the, the Bible says what? The devil didn't know God's wisdom. And when he said that, what was Paul referring to? Oh. <laughs> okay, because he thought, yeah, he know Jesus has come from God. So he wanted to kill him. He don't know really what is the future. Kill him and that will be the end. Story finish. But the wisdom of God, the devil doesn't know. That's why when you have God's wisdom, through the word, you are above the devil. <laughs> he tricked you here, you straight away know what God's doing. Right? So that's why we need the wisdom of God and it only comes from God's word. He's all-powerful. We are just the container. So, Rachel, you are container, huh? vessel. Not contain only physical food, but spiritual food. Good or not? Ah, all right. Okay, so here you can see why you are the container, right? Aleph is the ox, the bull, or God, the source, the strength. And the next letter, bat. Is the tent or the house or the household. And in Corinthians, also remember everything that we say or share must be God's word. Okay? Must be from God's word. Otherwise, it is man's wisdom. Man can just simply tell you. Why I always say, go look back into the word of God. If I bluff you, then you believe me. <laughs> so check. It is our for our own uh, life to check what God's words say. Have you forgotten 1 Corinthians 6 19 that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? The spirit or the Holy Spirit. You don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. So when we say sanctuary or house, we always think of this house, the physical. Right? Today, your minds all through the word, teaching of the word and hearing of the word will immediately can go to the spiritual aspect. Where is the house of God now? Ah, inside you, inside this body. Okay? So, if you go to... Where are you going to go in this world? <laughs> Who goes with you? You go pub, you go anywhere? Yeah. Will, will it be exalting to the Lord? If we have we do things that are outside of the word of God, like sex before marriage and all that, what is happening? Right? Holy Spirit is living inside. 
Okay, so this is also talking about the sins that they were, were uh, behaving in the Corinthian church. They were all believers, but a lot of sins were happening there. And that's why Paul didn't tell them, don't sin. But he told them, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, It's a realization of who we are in Christ and who God is that will help us stop sinning. If we don't realize this, then you can take the whole message of grace and go one direction and say, oh, yeah, all our sins are forgiven, so I can go ahead and sin. It's not like that, right? But God didn't tell us, don't sin. Because actually, he, he tells us that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So whatever we do, okay, we treasure this body. And this body, because it belongs to the Holy Spirit. You are God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. By all means, use your body to bring glory to God. Same as Romans 12.1. Okay? This body... Belongs to who? Okay, so if you belong to somebody, what happened? Huh? <laughs> you, if you belong to yourself, you don't take care. <laughs> belong to someone has the meaning of like a slave like that, right? Yeah, that means Whatever that person, he has every right over you, over what you do, over where you go. This is actually the meaning. Yet God does not tell us, thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not do that. But he tells us the, the new, new state, the new condition of who you belong to. If you belong to the devil, that's why the devil can tell us what to do, all right? or our past. But today, we have been bought with a price. That's so why when you read the word of God, this is not supposed to just fly by <laughs> your mind. And then we can quote it, but there is no experience, there is no reality, there's no response. Why go back to the word of God? When you hear this, yes, sometimes the Holy Spirit can bring a bit of you know conviction in your heart, I belong to Jesus. But imagine if you meditate upon it yourself every day, you will come to realize, Magdalene will say, I belong to Jesus. I belong. He buy me already. He buy me not with 30 pieces of silver. He buy me with his blood. Right? And therefore, I listen to him. Right? That's what Magdalene shared also. God, you know, I listen to you. Okay? So this is the response of someone who realized that his body belongs to God. So you can see the letter Bet where Christ or God, the creator of heaven and earth who lived in heaven, comes down to live inside us. So Aleph, God, came to live in man through Jesus Christ. Okay, so this is a little uh, Hebrew uh, writing or about the, the Jews, Judaism. I find it interesting, so I will quickly just go through it. The rabbi explains that the Aleph has three different meanings. One is Aluf, which means a master or chief. So generally, we say Aleph is the head, right? So just now we also saw he is the master, he's the chief. 
The second, so this is a Hebrew word, uh, aluf, with the alef start. Everything that all these words start with alef or has alef inside. The second one is ufana, a school of learning or teacher. And the third meaning of alef is reached by reading the letters of the word backwards. Pe, lamet, and alef, which is pilar, uh, pale, sorry, or wondrous. So you have the chief, then the teacher, a place we go to God to learn, and then we learn wondrous things from God because God is a miracle working God. So, Aluf is master. This lets the world know that it's a creator, that God is the master of the universe. There is an eye that sees and an ear that hears. This is about our God. Yeah? Today, the testimonies you shared are about God, about our creator. The world doesn't know. That's why we need to go out. We need to know him first, all right? And go out and share with the world. The world born under Adam, born in darkness, are blinded. They cannot see God. So if the believers also cannot see God, what happens? <laughs> Both also blind, blind, blur, blur. All right, but today, God is so good. Open all your eyes so you're no longer blind. All right, Jesus came to open blind eyes. And then you can now lead others in the right direction to see. Eyes were given to see. First thing is to see who? Daddy. Just like the baby come out from your... Also a lot of you here are mothers, right? When the baby come out, open eyes on to see who? <laughs> see mommy, right? Then your baby, you remember? Okay. Open your eyes, you see mommy. You see your parents, okay? Who gave birth to you. So when you open spiritual eyes, first you don't tell them what to do to be a good person, all right, or how to go to church and how to be a Christian. You tell them, open their spiritual eyes to see their daddy. To see. Oh, when you born, the eyes big, huh? Uh, now your these spiritual eyes are even bigger. Okay, you want the baby, the newborn, to see the father and. When the father sees the newborn, happy or not? Ah, so daddy God sees. So can you see every soul here, whether they are physically 20, 30, 40, 50, right? In the spiritual, they are dead. So when they receive Jesus, when you share with them the gospel of Jesus, their spiritual eyes open. Last week, yesterday, we learned about Yeshua, right? There's an ayin inside. So finally, their eyes are open and they see daddy. And that's why they call Abba, remember Romans 8.15? Yeah, you have not received the spirit of bondage to fear, but you have received the spirit of sonship, whereby you call Abba, Father. So that's why a new believer, born again, they will, from their spirit, they can, you show them this verse, show them the word of God, and then they learn how to call Abba or Daddy. In the physical, they call their mommy and daddy. In the spiritual, when they get born again, they call daddy. So if a person, you say, okay, born again already, you said the salvation prayer, but don't have this inside them, right? Understanding that, that daddy is, God is their daddy. Maybe they're not born again, okay? So automatically, if you are born physically, you will know how to call your daddy, daddy. If you're born, really born again spiritually in your heart, you will know how to call 
that our Heavenly Father, Daddy, right? <clears throat> so this universe did not simply emerge by itself. There's an omnipotent force that forged the firmaments from nothing to something. And this God is the Aluf, the master of the universe. Aluf is a Hebrew word for master. And it starts with the letter Aleph. Okay, so you're getting a little bit more things about Aleph. Then there's another word, Ofana, means school or teacher. So not only the new spirit man, the new born again person, have a father, he has a teacher. Yes, spiritual one. Now, not only do we introduce God as creator of the universe, but also a teacher of all mankind. Why the newborn again? 80 years old, no, not so old, 40 years old already, went through school, went through college, went through university, already got a lot of knowledge, right? So why need teacher? Why need this teacher? God as teacher? Huh? Wow, much better now. <laughs> okay, they only know the knowledge of this world, right? Because they learned, they went to school, got a lot of teachers, okay? Teachers in the business, teachers in the uh, office, teachers everywhere. Mother, dad, father also teach, right? But all about this world. So the spirit man born is a spirit man. It's from the spirit. So need to have a teacher to learn the things of God. And the Bible says, God is a teacher in the form of the Holy Spirit. All right? God's role as teacher is revealed with his introduction of Torah to the Jewish people. So you need the Holy Spirit as well as the words. <laughs> okay? The Torah means the instructions. Okay? So the Torah in the Bible are the first five books. Anyone know the first five books? <laughs> go, go back and learn, okay? <laughs> Blessing jewels. Bring your uh, kids all the way through the whole Bible. Huh? Huh? Genesis. Ah, learn. Learn by heart. Memorize, okay? Genesis. Exodus. <clears throat> Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Very easy only. Five, okay? Five books of instruction to the Jewish people. And they follow this Torah from generation to generation. This is the one that God told Joshua, right? That this book of the law, of the Torah, or the instruction of God shall not depart from your mouth. Then, oh, you missed a very important part already. So that you may observe to do according to some. <laughs> according to. <laughs> Never mind, we learn one by one, okay? 
Joshua 1.8. Okay, go memorize. Whatever you do, meditate, confess until you get it inside. Because why? This is what you're going to tell the new believers to do. If we also don't know what to say, then you say, I um, you can call daddy God, and then after that, Holy Spirit, and then after that, uh, <laughs> after that, uh, after that, go look for. <laughs> go look for. <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, ask your teacher. <laughs> next to you okay so remember the word of god is so important yeah <clears throat> the the jews are where they are today in this world for following the torah okay and everything is so many instructions even instructions on what to eat what not to eat are already there and today only the world start to discover okay or what to eat, what not to eat. It's already inside. Oh, you laughed, Rachel. <laughs> okay. Everything is there. All right. How to live a life, right? That's why they have this kosher food and all that. It's all inside the Torah. And for us, we are trying to learn from outside, okay, uh, from the nutritionist and all that. God already put inside. It's just that you never went in. <laughs> okay. So, but the Jews, they know because they were following Joshua 1 8 all right and everything they do prosper okay so it's not just the meditation or the chanting of the word that will save you yeah when you meditate on God's words and God's instructions and you observe to do according to everything to all that is written in it then you will make your way prosperous who will make your way prosperous yeah, but at the top first, <laughs> okay? So God will show you how to make your way prosperous. So you have already some of the ways, right? Tithing, offering, all right? Honoring God, following his word, integrity, okay? Besides doing that, integrity. Okay, you may be tithing and all that, but you don't have integrity. Of course, the your boss also will set you, okay? You cheat them. So whole thing, everything about character, everything is inside the Torah but today we have Jesus the word of God so not only Torah we have much more than the Torah we have the new covenant we have the new testament okay God's role is revealed in the Torah for the Jewish people the Torah I think you you remember this with 613 misvots and laws remember this the pomegranate <laughs> okay teaches us what we should do and what we shouldn't do okay don't mistaken this for the laws as thou shalt not do this thou shalt not do that or thou shalt do okay they are guidelines but remember the laws god did not erase them from the the from from you know existence but he put them where did god put the the laws now his laws Yes, that means you automatically want to do what God is pleased with. Okay, that is the grace. Okay, that is in the new covenant. In the old covenant, the law is outside. So they have to follow. Thou shalt not do this. But they follow and they will get the blessings. Today, the law is still there. But the law is where? Inside your heart. Inside the old heart or new heart? New heart. New heart. And the new heart wants to 
love God, wants to serve God, still wants to obey. But still, the heart wants to. But all the words go through the mind. So the mind will be the object one, the, ob the objection, the opposing party. <laughs> That's what Evelyn was sharing just now, right? Every day you go through three parties. So you're all going to vote already. Which party you want to vote for? <laughs> okay inside also confused okay so remember which is the party you should vote for in your own life yeah, <laughs> yeah let vote for the spirit one let the spirit man have the vote have the final say all right and you can only have final say if it is feeding on god's word okay through the divine wisdom of his book god establishes himself in the world on the level of the ultimate teacher okay so there is no greater teacher that's why when i pray also i will say holy spirit you are the greatest teacher that means he's smarter than me he's smarter than the surgeon he's smarter than all of us who have education in the world we may have phd I don't think holy spirit don't know how to do mathematics or don't know how to cook ah right he knows everything he can teach us if we acknowledge him all right and go to him finally we have the third meaning of which is filet or wondrous so with aleph as the first one what's the first one yeah aleph as as the ox the first one alu master the chief okay then they have teacher and then you have if you have god as the if you have god as your master teacher you will have miracles happening wondrous things all right represent the mystical level of torah okay which is the greatest level because you learn from above you get above things happening on this earth if you only learn physical things you have physical things happening right yeah okay the bell sham tov once entered the heavenly chamber and asked Mashak, what are you? When are you going to come? Mashak responded, "When the spring, well spring of your teachings, this is for the Hebrews, of Kassidus spread through the entire world. Then, thus only when the level of Pale, this wondrous exotic thought, has permeated the world, will the arrival of Mashak be imminent." This is about the second coming, isn't it? Confirming also our New Testament, where it says. The disciples asked him same thing when are you coming when the when is he coming <laughs> better don't put pressure on elijah well, look over here <laughs> when is he coming <laughs> very clever <laughs> well, jesus how he answered them ah when this gospel this good news this wisdom of god this heavenly kingdom now is being preached to the whole world then jesus will come yeah and today we are seeing this happening people are have, having access to uh, uh, the god's word right through internet through zoom right so even, even a person may not reach there but they already can hear they can tune in and listen to the gospel the preaching so it is very near because today almost everywhere have access okay to the gospel and of course we still need laborers to go out 
This can also be connect, co connected to fundamental concept in the Talmud that God created the world to exist for 6,000 6, years. Huh? So this is also interesting uh, in the sense that you can see the first 2,000 years are called not tofu. <laughs> okay. Tofu. Okay. It's chaos, right? Everything haywire. Then followed by another 2,000 years of Torah. So this is from the beginning. Adam, then Adam fell. Everything haywire, right? You have the uh, creation, the Babel, right? The Noah's Ark, the, uh, uh, the city that sinned, Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, there was so much sin and chaos on the earth. Then after that came the Torah. So after that, Abraham came and then Moses came and they were given God's instructions. Then the final 2,000 years are the days of Masha, Jesus. All right. So after, so now we are living when? Which, which 2,000 years? Not Taufu year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ah, Masha, which is represented now by his, by his, Yes, church age, but how are we going? We're going to see Jesus how? In the <laughs> okay. the physical Jesus, you'll see rapture. So this 2,000 years is the the word. The word. Jesus, always remember, Jesus is the living word. Yeah, he came as a son of God, the son of man. He died for man, all right, to redeem us. Then he's still with us through the word okay so the last two thousand years that's why there is the generation of the word and the spirit the word of grace the word of new covenant the word of the new creation the word of jesus christ will now have preeminence in the lives of believers once again okay you not need to go to the priests to ask them what did god say <laughs> so you have the word all right where putting inside your heart so everyone now can live the last 2000 years with the word and the spirit of god right the holy spirit so don't live in the wrong 2000 years <laughs> okay don't live in the year the 2000 years of tofu or chaos all right and this one the uh, instructions but never read before <laughs> okay here we live in the days of the new covenant jesus christ and learn from this new covenant from the word what does this mean rashi explains or rabbi that the first two thousand years began with adam this corresponds to the first meaning of aluf master adam caused all the animals and beasts to bow down to god thus acknowledging him as master and creator of the universe this is very interesting right even though it was chaos <laughs> okay but adam had a time of fellowship with god okay where he recognized god as the master of this universe as the creator right and that's where he all the animals and the beasts even his children he taught them to honor god you can see cain abel in their offerings right so where did they learn all that from we already tied in in the garden right in or rather from adam's time they were they know how to come to god who taught them adam right even though he was fallen he he had a relationship with god and he learned with god and that's where that time they acknowledge god 
However, the era was qualified as chaos because the Torah was not yet revealed. Okay, so in the grace of God during that time, they went from their heart a bit, okay, of uh, honoring God, but at the same time, evil was there and evil took over the good because man, goodness cannot be greater until Jesus come, right? They were filled with demonic or evil uh, being, evil nature. So God has to bring forth the Torah in the next 2,000 years, the instructions to guide the Jews so that they don't become like Sodom and Gomorrah. The second 2,000 years, Rashi began with Abraham, right? God found a righteous person. You have Noah, righteous, right? So throughout the generation, God looked and found righteous people, all right? One or two, okay? So then came Abraham. Abraham introduced the Torah, as the Talmud says, Abraham both learned and fulfilled the entire Torah long before it was physically given to the Jewish people at Mount Sinai. What do you mean, the entire Torah? Yeah, how did Adam, Abraham fulfill that? First in the Ten Commandments and further. Because at that time, he has not received the Torah, okay? He actually fulfilled. That's why righteousness was given to him. What did he do? He yeah, he believed and he obeyed God. God said, go out. He go out, not go in. <laughs> go back. Okay, Go out. Go out from your country. All right. And go to a land that I will show you. He followed. He loved God. All right. He obeyed God. He sacrificed Isaac. Although that is a pointing to God and Jesus, but he actually did it, right? He actually brought his son up. Sometimes you say, we're so spiritual. It's good to see the spiritual aspect. But what about when God say, really test us with the natural? Will we be like Abraham? Abraham did it. And said, okay, this son is the miracle that you gave me. You see, when we don't realize that God is miraculous, that he is master, he may do a miracle right in your hands and you don't even see it. But I thank God that all of you can see Right? When you are blessed after your tidings and all that, see that it is God blessing you. To the world, they may say, coincidence lah. Alright? But Abraham never said coincidence. He always acknowledged whatever happened to him, he's God. That's why God associated his name with Abraham. And God said, I'm the God of Abraham. Who said that? It's God who said that. I'm the God of Abraham. So when you believe God, that means by faith, you acknowledge him as your chief, your master, your Lord. Right? Uh, I remember Abigail said, right, when when they want to go and do something in the business, you say, let me consult my God first. <laughs> yeah, and it's quite brave to be able to say that to the heathen, to those who don't really know, or believers, but they don't really follow God. Yeah? So that's what happened when the Spirit of God come upon you and you have a relationship with God. You recognize He is your God. Therefore, if He is your God, He is your master, certain things, not the common sense one, go toilet or brush teeth, right? But the make decisions in life, you ask Him, right? Magdalene said, I'll ask God first, okay? So, this is, then God will say, I am the God of Abigail, I'm the God of Magdalene, Evelyn, Ruth, right? Because they honor me. 
they consult me. They see me as the head, the aleph, the master and their teacher. Okay? His embracing of God's word inaugurated the era of Torah and thus the second meaning of Ufana or teaching. So from there, the Torah came in and they were learning, learning about God. The final 2000 years considered Mashiach, which is the concept of Pile. The wondrous era has the potential to usher in peace and tranquility throughout the entire world. Hence, at this final level of Aleph, a teaching of uh, Shem Tov illuminates an interesting point. Okay, so under Jesus, the last 2000 years, see Jesus, if you see him physically, he's already not here. Isn't it? He's already in heaven. So in this physical world, if you look for a physical Jesus, you cannot find. That's why we find him in the Bible. Okay, so, and Jesus is peace. There will only be peace in the hearts of men on, on this planet when Jesus, the Prince of Peace, come. Peace in Hebrew is? <laughs> okay, so when you say hello, shalom, you mean you're saying peace be unto you. Okay, God's peace. Okay, later one day we will do peace. And the letters there. The up. Uh, the rabbi suggests that the difference between the words exile and gula, or these Hebrew letters, is the presence of Aleph. So one, they were the, the Jews were exiles at one point, right? They have to, they were chased away from uh, their their land. And then this word gula also has Gimel and Aleph inside. This one also got right in one. Exerts an aleph into the word gola or exile. Exile is empowered and transformed into redemption. You understand what this means? You, you, we were without rights. We were poor. We were nothing. We were like exiles, you know, even for us spiritually. Okay? But there is, there is no, uh, where is it here? The word exile, see, the Jews were called exiles, all right, at one time. There is no Aleph here. Can you see? There's no letter Aleph here. But when the letter Aleph is put exactly the same letters, but after Gimel, before Vav, Aleph came in. When Aleph come into the state of exile, we were all running away, we were all chased away, the devil was chasing you, <laughs> he was not chasing him, he was running away from right? poverty, in sin, everything. And then Aleph came in, the source, the master, the chief of this universe, right? The teacher. And what happened? Turn around everything. We were sons of sin, slaves to sin through Adam. And now we have been redeemed because Jesus, the Aleph, came into your life. Can I understand? Okay. Brought you redemption. So that's why we can see the final 2,000 years is represented by the Aleph. Having given the Aleph, people are empowered to move from exile to redemption. The stages of master universe, okay, reveal on a wondrous level. Okay, uh, today your redemption is greater than the first creation. It's greater than the fall. Okay, so don't say, oh, I wish I was born before Adam's sin. But today, we are born, we were born in sin, but because Aleph came into us through Jesus Christ, you are redeemed people. 
Okay, you have been bought with a price. That's the meaning of redemption. And now you belong to Aleph. You belong to God. May that have a real revelation in your spirit that I'm no more my own. That's so why those people who serve God fully realize that they are no more our own. Yeah, we belong to God, meaning that He decides everything. Okay, but remember the how is go more into the word. All right. Okay, so here I left a little bit again. Right, it's the first, the leader, the teacher, the source, the strength to carry out to completion the infinite, eternal, supreme authority. Jesus is the Aleph, the Alpha and Omega, which is the Aleph and the Taf. So next week we will learn the Taf, right? Which is, he is the beginning, he is the first, he is the leader. Is he really first in our lives? Uh, that one we need to ask ourselves. If he is really first, or your wife first, or your husband first. So some people say, ah, ask me to receive Jesus, uh, ask me to do this, uh, go to church, uh, or, or Wait, let me check with my husband first. Let me check with my wife first. Who is first? Yeah. So in certain things, we no need to check. Actually, when people say check, they most of the time give excuse only, right? <laughs> if they want to do it, especially wives very clever. Huh? Or actually, husband is the one who do this trick, right? When they don't want to do something, they say, my wife, ah, huh? uh, check with my wife. Actually, the wife never, <laughs> right? So in some spiritual things where we want to do God's word, God's will. Who do we check with first? God. If He is really first in your life. Okay, so that's why we need to get more revelation of who He is that will transform our lives. Okay, and make us really who we are, spiritual beings. Okay, He is the first, the leader. The leader. Okay, who lead you today? <laughs> okay, so in your practical life, who is leading, right? God means, how does he lead you? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> okay, through his word, right? If you don't have his word, then where are your instructions? Somewhere from the sky. Oh, Jesus appeared to me and lead me. Holy Spirit, can you appear and tell me, go here, go there. Do this, do that. If you don't have the word, all your how you operate everything has come with instructions, right? Yeah, why we malfunction the thing is because we never look at instructions. <laughs> okay, so heavenly realm, got heavenly ways and the instructions are there to tell you how to live the heavenly life on this earth successfully. That's why it's Joshua 1.8. Aleph, Lamed, also the teacher, right? The second part. And then Lamet is his instructions, the teacher learning and teaching, learning and teaching, the representation of him, of his authority. If we don't look at the instructions, the word of God, our spirit will never see that God is the supreme one. It is in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and all the, throughout the whole Bible, that you can see God as the supreme one. Not only on Saturday, Sunday, when I tell you a story, or the pastor or the teacher tell you a story from the Bible. Throughout the whole Bible, why you say throughout, why I say throughout the whole Bible, it's about God as supreme. Have you read Bible before? <laughs> 
how do you know God is supreme when you read Matthew, when you read Mark? Not chat, read. <laughs> or read and then went to sleep. <laughs> when you read these Gospels, what do you see? You see? What do you see? Huh? Huh? What do you see him doing? Yeah. Who is greater? In the Gospel, you see all these events happening that there is a God who is greater than the devil because Jesus cast out devils. Did the devil cast out Jesus? Did you see that kind of story? The other way around, Jesus fall down, fainted. <laughs> yeah, so if you read properly with the Holy Spirit guiding, you will see Jesus supreme. Jesus talked to the storm, be still. Have you seen it? Not yet, because not yet you never practice. <laughs> okay, if you see what Jesus do by reading the Bible properly with the eyes open, then you will do what he do. But if you didn't see what he do, but you only read on it mentally, then you won't do what he do. What did he do? We also don't know. Understand? So when you read the Bible, you can see. You can see Elijah, prophet Elijah, and this Elijah. All right. All right. He is in control of the situation. He can speak and say, what did he say? Ah, he can call down fire. Call, rain can come. Right? All by the words that he speak. He said, your jar will never run dry to the woman. And it happened according to Elijah's word. Oh. So, if you see that, then you will see the God of Elijah. Because Elijah, on his own human capacity, cannot do all those things. But because he has a God backing him, then all these things can happen. So if you don't read the Bible, so you will hear a little bit here about Moses, a little bit here, there. That's why there was this joke that when people don't read the Bible properly, <laughs> then during, uh, they will prophesy, <laughs> prophecy time. Okay. And as Abraham crossed the Red Sea. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want to be this kind of prophet or not? <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who crossed the Red Sea? Yeah, so this the, uh, the the what happened to prophets who so-called prophets, they want to prophesy, but they don't have the word properly, okay? So go into the word, all right? In your own time, you can catch up one. Most important is catch up before Jesus comes. All right, so go read the word. Huh? And then the pay is the last one, actually, the pay, which open the mouth to declare or express. So, if when you have seen, thank you, Rachel, when you have seen God doing those things as you read Bible, don't read Bible and then after that close and then still see, didn't see anything. If you didn't see anything, read until you see something. Okay, otherwise, you're just Wasting your time also, right? God will show you. Remember, your prayer that we can pray, talk to God before we read the Bible is what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is one. And then if you follow the David, it says what? Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things. Okay, so once you close the Bible after reading, talk to yourself or write down. What did God speak to you? That's what I've been teaching you for devotion. 
read the Bible with the understanding, with the, uh, with the um, purpose of what is God speaking to you. Right? So it can be an instruction, it can be a promise. God give you a promise, right? That the Lord will give you a husband. Ruth. <laughs> okay, so you may get that promise, jump up from the Bible one day. Okay, if you don't want that, he won't give you up. Okay, but you see, it can be a promise, right? A promise that you are healed, a promise that it will bless you, right? Or he will tell you, Ah, go tight, <laughs> go sow, go plant. Okay, so that or what anything, but don't close the Bible until you hear something from God because the Bible is Jesus speaking to you. They say, I, I never hear Jesus. Huh? Yeah, so many times he's trying to talk to you <laughs> through the book called Bible. Okay, right. So then when you hear him and you put his word inside you, you are able to speak to others. As I said yesterday, I'm waiting for a day. I hope it comes soon. Every one of you will stand up and say, all of you, meditate God's word. Ah, not because you have to teach it, but because it is from your heart already. You have been doing it and you realize how important. It's just like, I think I said this a million times, right? The parents tell the child, eat, eat, play later, eat, eat, right? Why you emphasize so much on eating physical food? Yeah, so they can grow, they can be strong, they won't be weak, right? Which parent tell the child, don't eat, don't eat, <laughs> no need to eat. Oh no, 10 days, don't eat, so never mind, die already, right? But spiritually, <laughs> when are you going to stand up and tell your sheep, the young ones, okay? With every conviction inside you, just like you are a mother, Feeding your children, same. Your mother, spiritual mother or father, feeding the sheep, feeding the new ones. First thing you tell them is, makan, eat. Instead of telling them, don't know what story. Okay, eat, okay, eat. Teach them as, as well as tell them to eat, meditate. But you cannot do it if you don't. <laughs> so, shall I ask a question? <laughs> Anyone got it? Got to meditate? Okay, no need to put up your hand. All right, so declare, right? Speak to yourself, express. Okay, we book, look into the book of a uh, little bit in Acts chapter 3, verse 12. So we know Aleph as Jesus, as the ox, as the strength, okay, as the source. Look into a real, uh, real happening in the book of Acts. Remember, X is the X of the Holy Spirit through the apostles. So are you all the disciples, sons and daughters of Jesus? Are there any X? <laughs> okay, so there are X means action. Okay, action in our lives. So we need to see what action took place by the apostles in the book of Acts. After who came on them? Ah, so after Holy Spirit come on the today's Christian, what happened to the Christian? They go back home <laughs> and then take a nap. And they nap from day to day, day to day, right? That's why uh, Rachel said what? God said, get a cup, sleepy head. <laughs> so it's a spiritual slumber, okay? So, but at the, in the first church that began 2,000 years ago, when they got born again, Holy Spirit came upon them, they were an action church. <laughs> all right that's why a lot of miracles happen 
during that time. When Peter, I will cut it a little bit. So this case, when Peter saw it, he responded to the, the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? So there was a layman. Or why you look so intently at us as though our own power or godliness had made this man walk. So Peter and John. Oh, John is here. Okay, you're, John, you're apostle of God. Okay, this is what you can do because of Jesus inside you. They healed a layman right that was in Acts chapter 3 so Acts chapter 1 Acts chapter Holy Spirit came upon them Acts chapter, chapter 2 right the church was born 3,000 people added and the apostles went about doing miracles all right preaching the gospel and they healed one man after that that's where he said silver and gold have I none but such as I have give ID in the name of Jesus stand up and walk <laughs> Go read Bible. <laughs> so Jesus said different things. Okay, sometimes it's be healed, sometimes it's rise up, sometimes it's get up. Okay, or get out. That is to the ah silver. Okay, those who in Sunday school you have heard this song, right? Silver and gold. Oh, devotion also got. You see, wow, she can remember. Then you said be healed. <laughs> Paraphrase it. Okay, that's why what you hear Jesus say, you say. Right? If you didn't hear properly, didn't read properly, you say your own things and that didn't happen. Okay, Jesus said, rise up and walk. To the one who is lame is get up and walk. Then you begin to say what Jesus said. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer. That is Peter talking right, to the, uh, the people who catch him, right, the officers, and killed the Prince of Life, all the Pharisees, uh, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. Okay? So they put him into prison already and then let him let them out again and his name through faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know yes the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all these are the words of who yeah who is peter simple word <laughs> if not you think oh i am not apostle <laughs> yeah they are men of god yes men and women of god are you same category <laughs> amen so you look at how they speak this is how all the sons and daughters when you have the word and you have the holy spirit inside you will not say uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, it's through Jesus, lah, right? No, very confidently and boldly they speak. In his name, through his name, is what made this man heal. Not say, I'm not sure. Okay, no more not sure. Then when the men of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, saw, see, confidence can be seen. Boldness can be seen. Seen the confidence and the boldness of Peter and John and grabs the fact that they were uneducated, untrained, ordinary men. They were astounded and began to recognize that they had been with who? Jesus. So see, if you have been Facebook, 
<laughs> then you will talk uh, the stalking one. You know this this one. <laughs> so where you have been with will bring you the confidence, which we and the bonus for us to pay to speak to people to the world. Amen. Amen. Okay. They were here uneducated and untrained or ordinary men. Uneducated means illiterate. Anyone illiterate here? <laughs> Everyone educated. Okay. They were illiterate. They were what was their profession? Fishermen. Yeah, can you fisherman confident or not? In the natural. Yeah, they will feel very not not confident they will feel you know they are lower in society stand beside the fisherman stand beside the uh, ceo can the, the fisherman there to speak or not stand before the police and the, and, and the head of uh, whatever department <laughs> no but uh, what i mean is they i have no confidence illiterate people have very little confidence yeah because they feel they are not good enough right so by this world standard i only have up to standard five or standard six and uh, no, no, didn't go to university my family is poor so those who don't go university but their family is rich they still have some kind of confidence right but in the things of this world okay but these are fishermen all right rowdy have no confidence in themselves okay they just earn a living to support their family they don't want to go into the place of the rich and the powerful people untrained untrained means not <laughs> they were not taught in the uh, jewish uh, laws and all that okay so they were not trained yet they spoke with such confidence and boldness is that who you all are today yeah the the sons and daughters of God. Where we time to get rid of, I'm not good enough. And realize who you are in Christ with the Holy Spirit. Put his word inside you and speak with boldness. So when you, whatever you say, it's Jesus. It's Jesus who healed me. It's Jesus that you need. And then, it's Jesus who blessed me confidently. And that's what you have been doing here, testimony. Later on, you won't be, may not be testifying here. You testify in the world, right? As God begin to bless you and you put the word of God inside. No more fear of man. No more fear of what people think. No fear of pastor or so. <laughs> okay? I'm not going to eat you. Just telling you that you can be exactly like John and Peter. Today is that last generation. Remember the church where we're full of fire of the Holy Spirit, fire of the word. Okay, and that is your training here that all of you will have this same confidence. But your confidence is from the, the word. word. Yeah, you have the word inside you that God is with you. And no matter what happens, he will never leave you. That's why you dare to speak up. They recognize they have been with Jesus. They saw. Okay, of course, at that time, Jesus was physically with them. Three and a half years. 
<laughs> three and a half years, right? To train you all up <laughs> and save you all out. Okay, so only one and a half years. So got one more one and a half years. <laughs> That's what the Holy Spirit told me one day. <laughs> so still got time. Okay, so this one and a half years, I'm going to push you all. <laughs> that you train yourself in the word, in the word, okay? And in the anointing and the spirit of God. So that after that, you can already go out. Actually, now also can go out already. But the last one and a half years didn't do. <laughs> okay, now do it. Be with Jesus. Have you been with the word? If you have been with Jesus, it's both the presence of God. Because when you read the word, fire comes in. It's the presence of God. It's a living word. So while you read it, you feel the fire. You actually feel his presence. That's why I say the word of God jump to you. How does it jump? It's alive, right? So it points to you. It speaks to your heart. It cuts your heart cuts your heart. It's speaking. God speaks. So when you have an encounter, when you have been with Jesus today with the word, that's where you come out. After the one hour or half hour with the word, you come out bold and confident. Yeah? To speak about someone you have been with. Okay? Because you saw Jesus do all those things. Remember? So now how to read Matthew, Matthew, John, Genesis, everything. See God inside there, and the God is the same God who lives inside you. Unless be with Jesus is very important with His Word. Okay, don't go inside. Imagine yourself, Jesus, I'm dancing with you. That's fine, okay. But don't half hour. I'm just with you, and then come out. They don't read God's Word. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Really. Thank you. Okay, so now observing the bonus of Kifa. This is in the Jewish Bible. I just brought it out because it's a little few words of. Uh, uh, Hebrew, Kepha, Yochanan is John, Peter is Kepha, and having perceived, so they observed the bonus, they were not yeshiva trained Torah teachers. They don't know anything about the Torah, they are Gentiles. Okay, Peter, Gentile, was called to preach to the Jews, Paul, a Jew, was called to preach to the Gentiles. Okay, so they have nothing, Paul knows everything about the Torah, but not Peter and John, right? They were marveling and began to recognize. That means the people recognized. So they have been with Yeshua. Most important, right? Been with Yeshua. Where are all the mighty warriors, creatures of God? They are ones who, who preached because they have been with Jesus, right? In the word. And seeing the man who had, was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But they commanded them, go outside of the council and comfort among themselves, saying, what shall we do with this man? For indeed, that a notable miracle had been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in this name. Jesus' name, right? Yahshua. So they were told not to speak anymore in the name of Jesus. So I speak to you in the future. <laughs> now you will all go back. <laughs> go back home. Okay, release. Okay, okay, good. Thank you, thank you. Go home. No. Okay, what happened to them? Even they were told by the authorities not to speak. They called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, 
whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Okay, so if you have not seen anything, not heard anything, <laughs> you go home and sleep, right? Ah, that's why you're not going out because you didn't see anything much, right? But for them, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they spent three and a half years with Jesus. That time, no Bible, right? Jesus was their living Bible. Jesus taught them, talked to them, keep on speaking to them. So, how does Jesus speak to us today? Yes, he's also speaking to you. Don't say, I was not born uh, during that time. They were with Jesus, but now uh, I don't have Jesus. You have the word, okay? And they said, now I cannot but speak the things that we have seen and heard. So why believers don't speak? <laughs> right they never see they never hear <laughs> they only hear pastor deborah stephanie every saturday sunday <laughs> go okay so but it's not bad really at least got a uh, got little effect okay <laughs> but can you imagine more okay when you go back in whatever time that you begin to devour the word of god right and then the holy spirit will show you ah as if Jesus is there with you, as if you are there when Jesus healed the layman, when Jesus healed the blind person, when Jesus drove out the demon, were you there? When Jesus at the cross, were you there? When Jesus rose up from the dead, were you there? So they saw everything. They saw who Jesus is, the Son of God, right? And therefore, nothing can stop them. They became men and women who were, men who were unstoppable. Preach the gospel. That's how they turn the world upside down, right? Because nothing can stop them. Not persecution, not people, the authorities. They say, throw you in jail. They don't, they don't care. They cannot stop the fire inside them. Okay? From being with Jesus. Seen and heard. Everybody say, seen and heard. <laughs> okay. I will see Jesus in the word. <laughs> Amen? Okay, so here, yesterday we had this verse also. Now, Lord, so their prayer is this. I wonder what's your prayer. Lord, please bless me, my family. Please bless my cat and my dog. The prayer of the apostles, the disciples, as men and women of God, is not about themselves anymore. But they know that they are blessed. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all bonus that we may speak your word whose word yes by stretching your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant jesus after the threat that's what they pray after the threat is a lord protect us <laughs> put a shield around us see they were not bothered about their protection and their safety because they knew jesus Right? If they were meant to die, they will die gladly. But the thing is, they ask for more. Yes, more boldness, more courage to do what? Speak God's word, right? To speak the message from above, from God. And by how? Stretching the hand to heal and doing the signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Okay? When they had prayed, they prayed, that is their prayer. So next prayer meeting will be like this, okay? <laughs> Pray with, that God will give you all 
boldness to speak God's word first by you're putting his word inside your heart first. <laughs> okay, otherwise, no word come out. All right? But the more you put in, the more you will be able to speak. So they prayed and the place was shaken. Such power. I, when I, that, that's when, when I, was, I was young, I read the book of Acts in a brethren church. Right? Some of you were from there, right? Gospel Hall. And I saw that the church that I was there for all 10 years have certain things but don't have the book of Acts. Don't have all these things. The miracles, the Holy Spirit, the power, the boldness, yeah? Don't have manifested. And I say, God, I don't know why is it because they never taught us about Holy Spirit, right? <clears throat> but I had a hunger. I wanted this God, the God in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit. And that's when I left and God took me to KL to a Pentecostal church. See, this is real. Go for the real thing, right? This is the life that we were meant to live. Bonus until the power of God, they were shaken they were, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with bonus. Okay, I can see a lot of bonus coming into different ones of you already. Into Rebecca. Oh, now she teach more bold already, right? Y'all? <laughs> Y'all what? <laughs> bold, right? Bold, Madeline bold, Evelyn bold, everyone. And then Rachel also, quite bold, very bold already. Yeah. Elijah, huh? your prophet. Huh? <laughs> okay, the boldness comes and the confidence comes from the word, right? When you spend with him. <clears throat> no shortcut, okay? All believers and believers were, okay, this one, uh, jump a bit. Believers were increasingly added to the Lord in this condition of this church, a book of Acts. God kept adding believers. Then, multitudes of both men and women so that they brought, so what did God add to the church? Multitudes of both men and women. Huh? Are people. So did you hear this word, multitudes? Spoken this morning? Anyone heard this word, multitudes? No? This morning, early morning. Someone mentioned this word, multitudes. The one who mentioned, you, also, you remember not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yay, right? Right, Prophet Elijah said that. All right, at the end, he said, and somehow God bring multitudes come in. Yeah, see, now he's beginning to move in his calling. <laughs> got, got put word inside your heart already? Ah, I can see difference already. Yeah, so beginning to speak the word. When I heard the word multitudes, I said, whoa, hallelujah. Multitudes, prophesy multitudes. That's what's going to happen many and they brought the sick onto the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of peter don't you have a spiritual desire for all this to happen in your life yeah it you want i wanted it you know it made and i went for it that's why whatever the, the i learned i said this is what i want i want the full manifestation 
expectation of God. One of you, you have to hunger for it. Okay, you have to desire. When you see this all happening, it's not just wanting the power for the sake of you know becoming famous. But this is it's just you want the real thing, the real person to come out. <laughs> and this is who is the real person living in the Holy Spirit. Jesus, the word of God. So the way to get it is go to the word, right? And you don't desire, nothing will happen. That's why for a generation, the traditional church, nothing much happens there. And those who have the desire for God, they will come out. God will take them out, fill them with the Holy Spirit somewhere, and they're filled with the Spirit of God. Yeah, Holy Spirit. Shadow also can heal people. Multitude gathered. Again, a multitude from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem bringing sick people who were tormented by evil spirits and all were healed. Okay? So beautiful, right? Some of you saw the healing, right, in the missions. Yeah. So don't only see there. Here also can happen. Right? Today even Azim came in. Wow. Gave us a bigger picture, right? <laughs> when I did ministry... 20-something, 40 years ago, first ministry to pastor a church from pioneering stage. From one person, one member only. Very difficult member. Always fall at the words, everything. <laughs> later, the church grew. The ministry blossomed right, to other nations. It may not be thousands of people, but the people were trained to go out and preach the gospel, and God connected it. So I see everything possible, and I'm glad every girl agreed with me. <laughs> Straight away, amen. Right, because he said, Pastor, do you need a driver? <laughs> Actually, I didn't think of it, right? But then he said, do you need a driver? Because he, his job is a driver. Then he said, yeah. So thought about it. Before I said no, I think, wow, if God wants that to happen, why not? You know, it's for the expansion of the ministry because he knows I don't drive and I don't drive, right? And what does it do? It's not to, you know, and go to more places and preach. And then more things, right? So Abigail said, yes, why not? Why not? God can raise up any ministry if you will humble before him and follow him right every one of you god can prosper right if you will just follow in his teachings in his tidings and offerings he'll prosper this church he will prosper everyone and we will go to do what to do the work of god to expand the kingdom of god right evelyn will go to the north you go to the south you go to the east you go to the west <laughs> right yeah and then whoever need driver we got azim god can send <laughs> yeah, Madeline said, I need to go and preach, you know, to this place. Okay, Azim, go. Take her, go. <laughs> no need, Ruth. Okay, Ruth, drive herself. <laughs> because she can drive, right? God can do, right? If we don't limit him, right? In our minds. Multitudes. What is ahead? Don't see small picture. God has a very big picture. Many healed. If only inside your heart. It is towards the love of Jesus to see people healed. Don't, you don't want anyone to be sick, to be suffering. Right? Today, uh, Prophet Elijah here <laughs> right, gave a wonderful gift to Azim by sharing about tithing. 
Yeah, the best gift that you can give someone who is in need of finances. You were sharing earlier, you know, Pastor, I need this work, this job because I have to support my family, blah, blah, blah. So, what, what to say to him? Elijah gave the solution to the woman, uh, Zephyrah, right? Who was going to die, no money. What was the solution? You give to me first. That means you honor God first. Huh? Honor the man of God, you honor God. So, today, Elijah did the same thing. Azim was in financial you know, fear of lack. So, the best, is, the best gift to give him is the solution. Teach him tithing and offering. Yeah, that's the best gift. Until he himself do it in faith and he will come out of it, God will bless him. Yeah, that is the best gift we give to people. Share with them. Don't be afraid. Bold and confident. Yes. Okay, so the high priest arose and then actually they put them in prison. Oh, if you share tithing offering, somebody put you in prison. <laughs> okay, so at night, the angel, so even if you go to prison, see what the God in the book of Acts, how powerful. Open the prison doors. They went into, were put into prison and the Lord opened the prison doors. Don't you want to see all this happen? Oh, we just want coffee and cakes. <laughs> okay, we can have both, all right? Go stand in the temple and speak. The angel again tell them to do what? Speak to the people, what? All the words of this life. So this is the Allah. When they heard this, they entered the temple and the high priest came. Children of Israel sent the prison to have, to have them brought there. And when they brought them, they set them before the council. Again, Kana, this lecture is not just a nice lecture, right? It goes to prison one. Did we not strictly command you not to teach in his name? You see, they were unstoppable. This is the real people who are unstoppable, not those who are motivated by money. This is the fire of God inside them. You know fire, when it's go big, can put out or not? Very hard to put out, right? You need fire engine, everything to come. It takes a long time to put out. When the fire of God goes inside, Evelyn go inside, Ruth, every one of you, Anna, right? Can put out the fire. Devil got, wow, not enough <laughs> to put out the fire. The fire is burning. This is what happened in the book of Acts. Do you think it will not happen here? Yeah, it will happen if we will rise up and realize this is how a church should be. Okay, how the people of God should be filled with the Holy Spirit, with fire, with the word, and they nothing can stop them. Look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, intent to bring this. So they were telling them, stop. Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom you murdered by hanging on a tree and him who God has exalted Jesus Christ to the right hand, Prince and Savior to give repentance to Israel. And we are his? Yes. A dead witness or a live one? <laughs> okay, a living witness. Right? To witness means what? Just now you learn? See and hear. What you see, what you hear. Not only on Saturday and Sunday, okay? <laughs> Every day from the word that so is the Holy Spirit who God has given to those who obey Him. Alright? So, this is who you are today. This is where we are going. Okay? Yes, we have the year of the Gimel. 
okay, where God is blessing everyone. Okay? And then God is raising up a church. A church that is you and me, Rachel, Rebecca, Hannah, Evelyn, again, Ruth, Madeline, uh, Abigail, Elijah, who else? Esther, Cheng Lan, Elisha Ling, Lydia, John. Mm. Don't see yourself small or we are small. There were only 12 there. Right? But God will raise you up and you will, as his witness, to, to do what? To speak of the word of life. Okay? Word of God, word of life. Okay? Not giving them theories and knowledge, right? But giving them life. Raising the dead, right? If you get the opportunity, right? Healing the sick, bringing salvation, preaching the gospel. How? Through the fire of God. Amen? Through your own hunger. That I know Magdalene don't want to just sit at home every day and do nothing, right? Yeah, just now she was about to preach already the sermon. <laughs> okay? So, what's happening? The fire of God. Okay? As you fill in, you do your meditations, your confessions, there's so much more. Okay? Eat and devour. And then when the time comes, God will send everyone out to the north, the south, the east and the west as he bring in people who will obey God rather than men, who will see that Jesus is the Aleph inside you, the God, the source, the leader, the teacher, yeah? and the wonder, miracle-working one who is beyond, who is in control of the laws of nature, in control of everything. When we see that, you will see it one. Why? You cannot preach it because you didn't see it. Right? But once you go into the Word of God, and God opened your eyes and you see so many miracles inside. So many incidents in the Bible of God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, God of Rebecca, God of Esther, right? God of Deborah in the Bible. Can you see? God of Peter, a fisherman. God of Elijah, Elisha. God of John. See? But why the people are not rising up? They never see. When you go in and you see for yourself. Or you only see one time a week. <laughs> so today, very hot. Tomorrow, want to go up. Wednesday, Tuesday, no more see anything already. So that's where we continue. Okay? The fire has begun. Right? Let the fire continue. Let the word burn in your heart every day from your mouth. It must not depart from your mouth. So you speak to yourself and then you begin to speak out. And that is the church on fire for Jesus Christ. Not seeking our own fame, but seeking the glory of God. Amen? For many souls to be saved, many lives to be healed and delivered and restored. Isaiah 61. Amen? Praise the Lord. Okay, let's worship.